This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Friends, sufferers, fellow humans, lend me your ears so that I may whisper into them in order to ease your lower back pain and sciatica. This episode is entitled, What to do when my low back hurts bending forwards? In this episode, you will learn why your lower back hurts bending forwards, how to bend such that it doesn't, and how to rehabilitate your back to cope with long periods of bending. So we're going the full gamut. So diving straight straight in, why does your lower back hurt bending forwards? Because it needs to. Remember, pain is a biological alarm system. Now, hopefully you jumped in before I did because you have already listened to episodes one to six, the foundation episodes of this podcast. And if you have done so, well, you would already know that the biological purpose of pain is an alarm system. It is there to warn you that something is wrong and to stop doing that something, or at least to do it in such a way that it doesn't cause you pain. Now, I'm not going to go into the biological advantages of pain now. As I say, they are covered in episodes one to six, plus a heck of a lot more. But I will say that it's vitally important that if your back hurts bending forwards, that you don't do it in that way, okay? So your lower back hurts bending forwards because your pain, your neurological system is telling you there is a problem here. And if you persist in that activity, at the very least, you're gonna prevent your back from healing. But potentially far worse than that, you could aggravate the problem, make it worse, And you could also sensitize your nervous system. So you could increase the sensitivity of the pain pathway so that you then potentially end up with a kind of chronic pain situation where pain persists beyond its biological value. And that, in essence, is what persistent and chronic pain is, pain that's persisted beyond its um, value to you. So your lower back hurts bending forwards because it needs to. Okay, so how do we get around that? Uh, Well, so before we get into that, you may be sitting there screaming at me, but I want to know what's wrong with my back. What is the diagnosis? Now, as I have covered before in those foundational episodes, so nudge, nudge, go and listen to them again. There are a whole bunch of possible things that can go back with wrong with your back most of which will result in pain, at least in the short term. And it doesn't really matter a huge amount exactly what the diagnosis is. So we know, for instance, that there's a huge proportion of people walking around who have disc prolapses, disc herniations, bulges, call them what you will, but that don't have pain. Okay, I know that might be a bit confusing if you haven't heard it before. If you've heard my podcast before, you will know that this is a common situation. I think it's approximately 40% of 40-year-olds who don't have lower back pain do have evidence of disc degeneration, prolapses, etc., etc. 
So the diagnosis or what's happening at a tissue level to some extent doesn't matter because your back can heal itself. And if you're someone who's contemplating surgery for a back problem, that could be manna to your ears, manna to heaven. Um, I'm not sure I've mixed my, uh, mixed my metaphors there. But anyway, uh, you could be pricking up your ears thinking, oh, that sounds good. So yes, I am here to tell you that your back can heal itself of most assaults given the right conditions. Go back to episodes one to six for those. So it doesn't matter massively what the cause, what the tissue in your lower back, ligament, muscle, tendon, disc, bone, whatever it is that's causing your pain, the important thing is to stop doing the thing that hurts. So how should you bend forward such that it doesn't? Uh, Well, to state the obvious, find a way that doesn't hurt. And to give you a few tips here, and again, I've covered this more in previous episodes around how to bend fours with lower back pain, but to give you the highlights, you should, if it is actually bending your back that is the problem, and for most people it is, so if you can imagine your lower back when you're standing up nice and tall, it should have a natural slight sway inwards. And the problem is likely that when you eliminate that curve inwards, so when you slightly arch forwards or at least flatten that curve, you get pain. So don't do it. So if you need to bend forwards, so for instance, you want to pick something up off the floor, the first thing you want to do is to lightly brace, so tighten up your abdominal muscles so that you maintain the arch in the small of your back. And while doing so, just nudge your hips backwards, okay? So just push your hips backwards so that you're hinging at the hips. So a slight hinge at the hips, then start to bend the knees and hinge the hips at the same time. So you're in essence bending your hips and your knees simultaneously, but not bending your back. You're maintaining the arch in the small of your back. And if you want to see how to do this well, you'll see the resources on our website that tell you how to do this but also go and watch a very good, um, um, and by that I mean a very good power lifter, weight lifter. They know exactly how to do this well because they have to. It's the most mechanically efficient way of bending and lifting is to maintain the neutral or natural arch in your lower back, nudge your hips backwards and then start to bend hips and knees simultaneously. And that's how I'd recommend that you should bend forwards in order to minimize or potentially eliminate lower back pain that is related to bending forwards. Okay, so that's the first thing. As I say, I've got other resources on the website active-x.co.uk around how to do this well. And also other episodes of the podcast just look up how to bend with lower back pain. So that takes us to the final item here, how to rehabilitate your back to cope with long periods of bending. And it could be that you're a fanatical gardener who does a lot of bending. It could be that, um, well, um, you you dig the roads. Um, you do a lot of bending, stooping over kitchen units. So I'm treating a chef at the moment who has done an awful lot of bending, especially as he's about six foot three, I think and has had to bend forwards for 20 years chefing and has a lot of sensitivity in his lower back in that particular motion, stooping forwards over kitchen units and sinks. 
So he needs to get to the point where he can do that again, unimpeded, without pain. And the way to do that is gradually. Yeah, so find the pain-free way of bending forward, and that's typically hinging at the hips and a slight bend at the knees to get to the height you need to get to. And do that repeatedly and gradually build it up so that you're building up strength and and capacity in that movement. And the key thing there is to do it, as I say, very gradually. So if you can do what we call a hip hinge and bend, so hip hinging and bending your knees simultaneously 10 times without back pain, but if you do it 11 times, then just stick to 10. So do your 10 times, but do it several times a day. Do that for three days, and then on the fourth day, add in numbers 11 and 12. By then, you should have built the endurance and capacity in your lower back to cope with that. Same thing in the garden. You know, If you can only manage to work bending forwards in the garden for 10 minutes without lower back pain, then again, using the techniques I've described, work for 10 minutes, but break it up, you know, do it a few times in a day, 10 minutes, maybe three times in the garden, separated throughout the day, and then go for your 11th and 12th minute and just gradually build it up. And then a few days later, you're adding in, you know, 13, 14, 15 minutes. So it's vitally important when you're rehabilitating any tissue that you do it gradually. Now, exactly how gradually, I mean, I've said do three days and then step up, But the speed at which or the rate at which you should step up is largely dependent on the tissue that you've injured. And also your own capacity for healing, which varies enormously and unfortunately typically declines as we age. So as you get older, you tend to heal much more slowly, particularly as you get very old. But it also, as I say, depends on the exact tissue. And I have said earlier in this episode not to worry about the tissue. Well, this is where the devil is in the detail the speed of your rehabilitation will be dependent on not aggravating that tissue and on the exact nature of the tissue. So typically, muscle heals very rapidly because it has a fantastic blood supply. That's why it's red. Whereas disc, for instance, heals very slowly, your interversible discs, because they have, well, they have very, very limited direct blood supply. They get most of their nutrition by perfusion of nutrients from the bone above and the bone below. There isn't a direct arterial supply into the center of your disc. So the disc will take time to heal. So your speed of rehabilitation and that speed of gradually increasing your uh, activities will be dependent or should be dependent on the, the tissue that you've injured. And also there's just general sensitivity. Some people have very minimal tissue damage, but a huge amount of sensitivity. And, you know, I would advise you to go gently. Now, of course, it behoves me to say, if you want much more specific and tailored advice based on an accurate assessment of your back problem, you know where we are, active-x.co.uk. You can book an appointment online or in person. You can also use the website. There's a chat bot under the resources tab on our website to work out which exercises are best for the relief of your pain. And of course, we'll include those exercises in uh, the content that we send you based on your interaction with the chat bot. 
or as I said earlier, feel free to book an online or in-clinic consultation if you want a more personalised approach. Thank you for listening and we look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Back Show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveXBacks.